Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where Karen gets sued. Our next Reddit post is from Octo. I live in a semi-detached house and share a driveway. When I first moved in, an older British couple lived next door, and I got along with them great. Then the wife passed away, and the husband moved to an apartment and sold the house to someone I'll call Cece. Initially, there were no issues with Cece, but sometimes she did things that annoyed me. However, for the most part, I was able to ignore her and her extended family. On one occasion, I found the roof of my spouse's car dented after it was left on the street. On another occasion, I found damage to my spouse's car, and the easiest explanation was that someone backed out of CeCe's driveway without looking. I didn't have any firm evidence, just circumstantial evidence. So, I installed a camera on my garage that looked out over the shared driveway in the street. I then went and told all my neighbors about the damage to the car and the new camera. Nobody verbalized any concerns, and nobody admitted to the damage. By the end of the next week, Cece listed her house for sale, and it closed quite quickly, and I had a new neighbor. Now, Cece was a realtor, and she should have known the law about vacating her old house. But she was still making trips with her stuff long after the new owner showed up. Cece ended up suing the new owner because she had left stuff behind and she was trying to recover it. One morning as I was leaving for work, I saw the legal papers on the windshield of the new owner's car. So, I made a point of asking about them. This is when I learned about all of the drama and the ongoing issues. The new owner indicated that they were going to have to document everything to defend themselves in court. This is where the petty revenge comes in. I asked my neighbor if they wanted my video footage. I provided footage of Cece's sister sneaking across my property to try to serve the new neighbor and then illegally leaving the paperwork on the car. I also provided footage of Cece driving by at random times. Thanks to all this evidence, my neighbor won the case, and he also had the evidence to counter-sue Cece. Our next Reddit post is from Cyan. I stopped at one of those candy stores inside of malls that you always see that has tons of bins of random candy and the bags you can fill up yourself with tongs and you get charged some crazy price by the pound. During this visit, they seemed to be running a special. Next to where the bags were kept to fill up your candy, they had a sign saying free cups to store your candy, so I opted for that instead of the bag knowing they would still weigh the cup anyways. When I got to the counter and they weighed the candy, the total came up on the register, but I had to question them since I might not have heard the price right because it was double what I was expecting. I asked them how much candy they weighed and what the price per pound was. The two clerks behind the register looked irritated that I had questioned them, but they told me the weight, and they also added that they charged me several dollars for the cheap plastic cup that was supposed to be free. Aren't those cups supposed to be free? I asked. No, they're not free. They're four dollars. But there's a big sign that says free cups. No, there isn't. At this point, I just walk over and point to the sign that said free. Oh, we used to have free cups, but we ran out, so we just put the jars there instead. Isn't that a bit misleading? No, because these are jars. Wouldn't it be fair to say that someone looking at a sign that says free cups and sees a plastic container where the sign is assumes that that's a cup? No, because it's not a cup. But there's nothing else around the sign, only the containers and a sign that says free. They don't bother responding. This was going nowhere. I said, fine, I'll just dump the candy in a bag and you can keep the jar. No, you can't do that because you already touched the jar and we can't sell it to someone else now, they said smugly, expecting my defeat. I realized that at this point, they didn't have my credit card info. So I said, okay then, just keep the candy. Bye!
At this point, they realized they would now need to toss out both the candy and the jar, and I could feel them staring daggers at me as I walked out. I mean, yeah, OP, I think this does definitely qualify as petty revenge, but more than likely, they just put the jar back with the jars, and they put the candy back in the candy displays. So, it's nice that you weren't screwed, but more than likely, the next customer did get screwed. Our next Reddit post is from Zesty Close Guard. Oh, this is the perfect place for this little story. My significant other had a double life. He had a girlfriend who thought that she was in a full-blown relationship with him when he practically lived with me. She thought that I was getting in the way of their love stories, so she contacted me to give me the what's up. For context, I knew nothing about her. Unfortunately, she was just a side chick who believed that coming to his place for one to two hours a week and passionately hugging him was a legit relationship. When she contacted me to try to tell me to stay away from her man, I called him and he freaked out. I told him it was either her or me. He cried, pleaded, and told me that he can't live without me. I made him dump her on the phone in front of me. I then turned around and dumped him. That was 100% always my plan, lol. Oh man, OP, this is the perfect example of the phrase, don't get mad, get even. Our next Reddit post is from Not Evil, Just British. My sister and her husband are spending a lot of time in the hospital with my baby nephew, who has some health problems. So, I've been dog-sitting Fred, my sister's 16-year-old dachshund. My neighbor saw me bringing out Fred for the first time and freaked out. She wanted to know why I was bringing in strays and said we'd be overrun if the other dogs found out. She tried to kick poor Fred. He growled because she was shouting at him, but he's so old, so his teeth are almost useless. He couldn't have bitten her if he even wanted to, and she could see that. But she still kicked him because she's evil. Even when I told her that he's my sister's dog, she didn't apologize. She just told me to keep his ugly face away from her garden and stomped off. I hate this woman. I can cope with her racist homophobia and all-around nastiness when I'm her target, but Fred is elderly and frightens easily. He's confused, and he misses my sister, so he deserves to be avenged. Confronting my crazy neighbor will not help. I've learned that through long experience. And so, my petty revenge plan was born. I've had a few issues with slugs getting in my house to escape the warm weather. I used to just put them near my compost heap. But now, I drop them into her vegetable patch. I've even set up some old pots in shady places so I can collect them. I'm committed. Every evening, she removes slugs from her vegetable garden and gives them a good watering. And then, half an hour later, I drop several big fat slugs over the fence, right on top of her lettuce. By morning, her lettuce is basically gone. She is losing her mind. Shining flashlights into every nook and cranny looking for slugs every night. She's setting up beer traps and eggshells and cursing these slugs. It is glorious to behold. So, um, the title of this post is Insult My Dog, Enjoy Your Slug Eaten <laughs> Enjoy Your Slug Eaten Garden. And like I was just kind of browsing around looking for a post to read, and my first read I thought it said, Insult my dog, enjoy your slut eaten garden. And I was like, What? And I thought the story was gonna be, Yeah, so I'm a total slut and this person pissed me off, so I snuck into their yard and ate their garden. Then I reread the title and I'm like, Oh, slug eaten garden. That makes a lot more sense, admittedly. Our next Reddit post is from Bad Stage. 
After my boyfriend begged for more chances after cheating, and after I chased off the guy I tried to date after him, I stupidly gave my boyfriend another chance. Well, not surprisingly, he cheated again. After three years of dealing with his BS off and on, I could have destroyed his reputation. I could have messaged any woman he was with, letting them know that he was a scumbag. Nah. Instead, I bought a highly concentrated fart spray that smells absolutely horrendous. Reviews say that you have to use gloves while spraying, because if it gets on your hands, the smell will take days to remove, even after intense washing. I sprayed the inside of his car with it. I saturated his car. Good luck picking up any more women when your car smells like a cesspool. I hope it gets on his clothes too, so he has to walk around all these clubs and bars stinking. You know what I think of every single time I I read these posts about, like, fart spray? It's like, yeah, it's a funny prank to play on someone who's been a douchebag to you. I can't help but think about the people who have to actually manufacture the fart spray, right? Like, the literal fart factory, where some person has to come in every single day and make farts. And you know the entire factory smells like farts, and everyone in there smells like farts, and their clothes are going to smell like farts, and the fart smell is going to get into your pores. And then you drive home in your car that smells like farts, and you take a shower, and you wash your clothes, but it doesn't matter, because you live in a cloud of farts for like 40 hours a week, so it's just like part of your DNA at that point. And then everyone in your family, your kids, your wife, has to smell your, your fart smell. And like, man, talk about a terrible job. Our next Reddit post is from Lauren. I'm a 23-year-old woman. Me and my fiancé, who's 25, are expecting a baby girl next month. We're really excited because this is our first child and we've been trying to prepare for parenthood. A lot of our family has been helping us with baby stuff and giving us general advice. They're also really super excited for her, especially my future mother-in-law. However, she's a very stubborn person and hasn't really accepted me as part of the family yet. She always tells my fiancé how he could do so much better than me and that he's fallen into the trap of having my child. It's hurt me a lot, and my fiancé has had to talk to her about it, but she still hasn't apologized or anything, so I just tend to ignore it now. She's also one of those moms who posts every single little detail of their life to Facebook. Like when my fiancé proposed, she went straight to Facebook before we could even announce it ourselves. Recently, me and my fiancé have been coming up with names for our little girl, and we both decided on the perfect name. A few days ago on a phone call, my fiancé accidentally slipped up and told my future mother-in-law that we've chosen a name. She's been non-stop messaging and calling us to find out the name, but we don't want to tell her until the baby is born so that it doesn't ruin the surprise and the whole of Facebook finds out before we're comfortable telling everyone else. She tried guilt-tripping my fiancé by telling him how he's hurting her by not telling his own mother the name of her grandchild. That he doesn't love her, and that we, especially me, are gonna try to keep her from seeing the baby. I'm not sure why she would think that, because we've said nothing to suggest that. To get her off of my fiancé's back, I wrote her a message saying that if she wants to know the baby's name, she cannot post it to Facebook. She agreed, and I told her a fake name. Five minutes later, I check Facebook. I can't believe that I'm going to be a grandma to baby Charlotte next month. I am so proud of my son and his partner. My fiancé was furious and called her and told her that she was wrong to announce it. 
She said that she was so overjoyed by it that she couldn't resist. My fiancé then told his mother that it wasn't the real name and that we weren't going to tell her the name until the baby was born and then hung up. It's been a few days now, and my fiancé has been getting texts from her saying that she didn't mean that and that I'm the butthole for telling her the wrong name. Her exact words were, Who even tells their future mother-in-law the wrong name of their grandchild? I mean, honestly, based on the way she's treating you, OP, she's lucky she has any contact with her son and her future grandkid at all. If my mother constantly disrespected my wife by saying that I could do better and that she trapped me into having a baby, then I would cut my mother out of my life. Our next Reddit post is from Feminist Witch. I worked at a very popular cell phone chain store in the mid-2000s. I was in college, and I'd only been working at that place for a few weeks after leaving a long-term job at an electronics store. I'm the only female working there. The manager comes up to me in the middle of the shift and tells me I need to do the dishes in the back. There was a little kitchen area where we could eat lunch, and dishes were piling up on the sink from people who weren't cleaning them after using them. I responded that they weren't my dishes. I didn't use dishes at work, and if I did, I would have cleaned them when I was done. The manager tells me, Too bad. You have to do what I say. Now go do the dishes. We then got into a giant argument where I said that I'm not your maid. I didn't get hired to clean up after lazy employees. I got hired to sell cell phones. After arguing for several minutes, I told him to F off. I am not dealing with this nonsense. I just walked out. The next night, I was scheduled, and the manager ended up working by himself. That night, a riot happened at the mall. Stores were broken into and robbed. Since he was by himself, he couldn't get everything closed fast enough, and the store ended up getting raided. He was fine, and people weren't hurt. The store ended up closing a week later. If I had been there, I don't know if I would have been able to close up the store in time anyway, but I like to think, F you, I played my little part. My old job happily took me back, and gave me a raise. Down in the comments, we have this story from Jai Mystery. I don't drink coffee, but I hate the smell of old grounds or burnt coffee, so I'd often dump the grounds or the dregs of a coffee pot if I was in the break room. One day, I was waiting for my food in the microwave, so I dumped the grounds and cleared a coffee pot that had old coffee in it. While I was doing that, one of the male employees came in to talk to someone and then had the nerve to ask, after I'd sat down with my lunch, if I was going to make more coffee. I said, no, I don't drink coffee. But I do. Okay. He stood there for a moment and then walked out, without coffee. I guess he only drank coffee if someone else made it for him. Our next Reddit post is from Building Designer. So, I own a little construction firm, and we delivered our last building a few years ago. For context, where I live, the underground water level is very close to the surface. So, our underground parking spaces usually have to be waterproof. So, if we're talking about 2,000 square meters of concrete, there's bound to be a few cracks and leaks, and we'll fix them in due time. In comes Karen. Her parking spot had a crack that was leaking out a little water, and every time she got out of her car, she had to step on a wet surface. Not a puddle, just wet concrete. And like, yeah, it's our obligation to fix it, but this woman goes and starts calling me and our team every hour, screaming, disrespecting my employees, calling them stupid, saying that she's gonna sue if we don't fix this today, as we all try to calmly explain that we should just do it after the rain season is over. But she just won't have it. So, we came by to repair her parking spot in the rainiest week of the year. 
Because of the repair, she has to park her car on the street instead of the garage. The streets are literally flooded with like 2-3 to three centimeters of water. So now, a lot more than the bottom of her shoe is getting wet every single time she goes to her car. That gave me just a little bit of peace. That was r slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.